What's up, everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever this reaches you. Welcome to another episode of the Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. What's good, y'all? How's your week going? How's your day going? How did your day go? You ever notice how I never tell you guys what time of the day it is I'm doing this shit? Do you know why I do that? I don't know why I do it. <laughs> I wish I had a fucking answer for you, but I don't. I just do. That's just kind of part of the protocol, man. I just kind of do this shit. This is what I kind of do right now. Super therapeutic. Super um, super calming for your boy. Um, still working out a lot of shit in my life. But as always, I want to thank you for uh, coming and sitting down and listening, uh, sharing a drink with me. What are we drinking today? Uh, I have been on ice brew coffee for about two or three months now, and that shit is legit. But it's mad addicting, so I'm trying to wing myself off of it. So fuck that. What are we eating? Tacos sound fire right now. I love me some tacos. <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Thank you all for uh, coming back and listening to another episode. Uh, if you're listening to the Apple, uh, listen to the podcast on the Apple Podcast uh, app. Um, first and foremost, please, please, please give your boy five stars. If you feel like I deserve it, give me which the fuck you feel like I deserve. But I feel like I deserve five stars. Uh, and then rate, 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 my mans. I really would appreciate that. But if you can't do none of that because you just don't want to and uh, your thing isn't about support, it's just about showing up, trying to be nosy then do that. I don't give a fuck. Honestly, like I said, doing all this strictly off the strength of um, something that I love to do that, um, you know, maybe transpires into something else another day. But for right now, strictly therapeutic. I want to thank everybody who uh, has shown love reposted the podcast, um, whether that be via Twitter or um, uh, or Instagram or Facebook, or whatever it is. Thank you, man. And if you just text me about it, thank you. I appreciate this shit so much, yo. Um, that for us, by us, yo, I'm fucking with that title. That's going to be a thing, yo, um, on the 22nd of each month because we're celebrating um, a month anniversary uh, I'm sorry, we're going to celebrate the, the podcast birthday every month. <laughs> I'll drop an episode um, with the For Us, By Us uh, free promotion. Because like I said, dog, this is all about love, positivity, and support. Um, I know I came into this thing with not much of a structure, just kind of talking about my life. But now that I see myself really enjoying this, thoroughly enjoying this, I want to be able to help people as much as possible. I'm a fucking helper, yo. Allow me to help you. Allow me to assist. How can I assist you? Just call me motherfucking Alfred because I am the goddamn help, son. That's me. <sighs> Man, guys. I was hit with a fucking bombshell of reality most recently. So we just going to jump right into it. I'm moving back into my parents' house at the end of this month. And, um. God, I don't know how to, how to explain to you guys. I'll be 28 in June. And uh, moving back into my parents' house 
in all means of the words initially made me feel like such a fucking failure. Like, real rap, yo. I, I just, you know, I actually, I actually would have rather stayed in a bad situation at one point than stay here, not because my parents are difficult people, but because of the illusion of, uh, of comfortability and just having your own shit, which would be an episode for another day. Um, comfortability, letting go of what's comfortable and shit like that. But um, I'm moving back into my parents' house and yo, like initially I had this this fucking feeling of failure and I, I initially wondered why, like why the fuck do I feel like a failure? Well, long story short, I feel like I was a failure because I felt like I was behind in the race. I talked to you guys before about the race and what it's like, you know, feeling like, hey, you know, you're you're competing and shit and you're not where you want to be. But another thing that fucking boggled me about moving back in with my parents this year was moving back in with my parents this year signifies the 10th year that I've been out of high school. And I know most of you all listening to this um, either knew me in high school or didn't know me in high school. But, homie, if you'd have told me at 28, I would be actually moved out of my parents' house multitude of times and actually got in a place with somebody that you thought you would be, you know, proposing to and getting married to. And all of that shit did not work out. And now you're moving back in with your parents at 28. Dog, at 18, if you told me that, I would have fucking laughed. I would have laughed your laughed in your fucking face because I would have been like, yo, that's that's no way, dog. I'm not gonna let that that sounds sounds trash. Doesn't sound like the move. Doesn't sound like me. I'm too wiggly for that. I'm too jiggy for that. I'm too fly for that. I'm too 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 um I just thought I was too good for that. But this is my reality, yo. I'm sitting back. I go to work five days out of the week. I'm still looking for a part time job to supp- supplement some income so I can possibly have my own shit eventually. <laughs> And uh, I stay with my mother and my father and uh, my sister downstairs. And so how my high school reunion got ran back into this is because I never thought to myself that I wanted high school to be the peak, the highlight of my fucking life. I never wanted to be one of those motherfuckers that said, yo, high school was the bomb. It was the best time. Fuck that shit. There ain't no other way around that. Yo, you know what my biggest fear was at one point in my life? My biggest fear was, and the great philosopher named Curtis Jackson once said, Damn, homie, in high school you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to you? End quote. Yo, that was my biggest fucking fear in life, yo. Because, again, for you all who didn't know me in high school, I talked a big game. That shit, I still do. I talked a big game, you know. I'm, oh, I'm going to be in the NFL. If I'm not going to be in the NFL, I'm going to be in somebody's law school. I'm going to be somebody's lawyer. I'm going to be dressing like the motherfuckers that, you know, are fly as fuck and wearing these nice suits and shit. And... and 
I didn't amount to either one of those things. And I'm not going to go deep into it because you guys listened to Save Me From Me Part 1 and 2. And if you didn't, fucking go back and listen. What the fuck are you doing, baby? Listen, fool. Come on, bruh. Listen. <laughs> no, but I didn't amount to any one of those things. And man, that in itself made me. And in some days, I'm not going to lie with you guys. I still feel less than. This wasn't how I how I shaped my life to be, yo. I didn't shape my life to be this close to 30 and feeling like I'm still in the same position that I was when I was 18. So I'm venting that out to uh, one of my coworkers who actually turned into a good friend of mine. And I told him how I felt like a complete failure for moving back in with my parents. And, you know, homie hit me hip to some game. He said, listen, you're going back into living with your parents, yo. But you aren't who you are when you moved out of there. You aren't where you were when you moved out of there. You're, you're, you know, you've advanced. You've become educated on certain things in life and how to handle certain subject matters. And, um, you know, and financially, you, you know, you, you're doing a little bit better, man. So look at the positives on that. And so... I did. I, I am. I, I am I'm looking at the positives on that. I'm going to do what I need to do to, you know, make it by uh, and get by and, and get get on my shit because we're making progression, not just in 2020, but for the rest of our lives. You know what I'm saying? This ain't new year, new me. This is a new year, better me, better version of me. So that being said, I um was with my father earlier, senior. And Pops, you know, my father really enjoyed my high school years because in high school, I'm not going to lie, to my little horn, all all Sacramento City, uh, all league, first team in my, my uh, league, uh, leading rusher, uh, first section championship uh, in my school history. Scored two touchdowns, I think, a hundred and I don't know, hundred and thirty yards. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but I was balling, you know. I, I did pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, I did pretty decent. Um, and my pops, a huge sports fan. We were sitting down at one of my sister's games today, man, and you know he started talking to me about my time and how much he enjoyed watching me play sports and. Although, you know, that shit's mad flattering to think about. It's mad old, y'all. I don't want to fucking talk about high school, yo. Let's talk about the things I've accomplished now. And not going to front, it kind of rocks me when he talks to me about high school and my accomplishments. Because sometimes I think in my eyes, like, does this motherfucker not see... I'm sorry to call my dad a motherfucker. But does this, this person not see that I've accomplished things outside of that sense? Like, I'm a lot more than that 17-year-old kid who played a good football game one night in December. But it's not important to really worry about what people's visions are of you as long as yours are intact and focused and straight. You just got to, you know, got to take your lumps, y'all. But he was the one who brought up my 10-year class reunion. And it got me to fucking thinking, yo, because he asked, are you going to that? And... Man, fuck that reunion. 
Fuck that reunion. I'm not going to say fuck them people. I'm going to go. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know because honestly, I went to my mother's 30th high school reunion. I think it was. Or 20th. No, it was 20th. 20th. Damn, my mother's not that old, dog. 30th. Oh, actually, she has had a 30th high school reunion. Sheesh. Whatever. <laughs> um, And, yo, I felt like it was just a big-ass pissing contest. A bunch of motherfuckers that you probably didn't like in high school. Well, most likely you didn't fucking like, because let's be real. Who the fuck enjoyed high school that much, yo? I was a quote-unquote jock slash cool kid, and I hated high school, yo. That shit was for the fucking birds. My parents literally had to bribe me into fucking staying on the course and not just... Not not that I was a dumb student, not that I was a dumb kid, because I've never been dumb. You know, I told you guys I went to college and shit. I just didn't fucking want to do it. I just didn't want to fucking do it. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to sit down for six hours or whatever the fuck it was. Shit felt like prison, yo. And I know a lot of situations are white, way worse, but, yo, high school was for the fucking birds for your boy. So I think to myself, like, yo, am I going to go to my 10-year reunion maybe but and then i think what the fuck like why would you not like why would you not and it dawned on me if my high school reunion was tomorrow all i technically in my brain would have to show for what i've done in these last 10 years is get a college diploma stay out of jail and have no kids. That's literally, I mean, in some nutshell, the highlight of my fucking life. Like, yeah, like, that's that's what I did. And, and then, to be honest with you, I mean, not to say that that bar is low, but it's, fuck, it's pretty impressive to me. And then I had the realization, I didn't want to go to my high school class reunion because... I felt like, and in some ways, I still do feel like this. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not fucking perfect. I'm still fucking insecure. <laughs> um, I have nothing to, I have nothing to brag about. I, I have nothing to brag about. Um, I, 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 I see people, some people I went to high school with. I went to three different high schools, by the way. Um, don't ask me why <laughs> or ask me why. Slide my DMs. Um, I see people that I know that I went to high school with who are, you know, some of them are doctors. You know, some of them are doing really well off in life. You know, some of them are, you know, actors. You know, And um, I look at my life and I'm like, yo, what do I have to show for it? And this is what boggled my brain. I thought to myself, yo, everybody's fucked up. <laughs> I'm sure my classmate that's a doctor, I'm sure she could tell you about fucking problems that she has. My classmate that's an actor, I'm sure he could tell you about problems that he has. You know? And everybody's fucked up in their own way and they got, you know, their own issues and they're just trying to do just like I am. Trying to create an energy and a vibe that can 
you know, produce some wealth that, you know, doesn't see them having to work till they're fucking 80 or work until they're 65 and go on Social Security and then start working as a greeter at one of those retail stores that nobody likes. Y'all know damn well what company I'm talking about. Can I see your receipt? Man, what the fuck? I got 30 things on here. How the fuck you gonna count all this shit, Otis? My damn receipt. Fucking Otis. Pissed me off today. Anyways, um, <laughs> it, it's 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 the truth, man. Like, everybody's trying to find their thing. They're still trying to find their niche. I mean, even if you did, you know, hit it super successful in these last 10 years have been good to you, yo, I know that everybody's still working. Everybody's still, you know, climbing that corporate ladder or whatever it may be to uh, accomplish whatever it may be that they want to fucking accomplish. And so um, I came down to this conclusion when I was thinking about my life and uh, what I don't have to offer or not offer to brag about. And I realized that, yo, I'm right at the speed. I'm right at the point that God wanted me to be. And I don't really try to get too, you know, spiritual with y'all on here. Because like I said, love is love and the vibes are the vibes. You're what you believe in spiritually is what you believe in. But I'm not going to front with y'all. I feel like what I believe in has reset my life. Like this decade has been a resetting of my life. My focus is different. You know what I'm saying? To quote the great paid in full movie, I'm out here dropping free promos for everybody now, huh? I'm walking different. I'm talking different. Everything's different, baby. <laughs> Everything's different. And in no way can I say that I'm fully changed. No way can I say that I'm I'm fully a different. I'm 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 a new. I'm not a new. But things are different, and so I'm content with where I am in life. Because here's the thing, I feel like. You go at a certain speed in life, and that's the speed that you're comfortable with. And at a certain point, you either get too comfortable, and that's just the speed that you stay in, and that's the life place or life place and space that you remain at, or you look around and you're like, yo, this is bullshit. I don't want to be in this space anymore. I don't want to act like this anymore. I don't want to be here. I don't want to feel this. And so you switch it up and you and you do different things and you know, you you speed up your life. Um, you speed up different things. But here's the thing about that. When you start to speed up or start asking for your life to be sped up, asking, you know, for whoever you pray to or the universe or whatever it is to speed up your life. Yes, better be ready. No pun. You just better be ready. Because honestly, I've noticed in my short 27 going on 28 years that, um, you know, y'all must have already knew this, but I mean, maybe I, I just thought I was special. I didn't know this. Uh, life don't wait on none of us. That motherfucker just keeps going with or without you, regardless of what you did or what you didn't do, or where you're at. And so, yeah, dog, I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe I will go on that um on a 10-year reunion maybe i won't i have no idea i know one thing i will not do and this must be said because this is getting out of hand i don't i mean hey check this out 
disclaimer, if any person that is listening to this does this, shout outs to you because I know I do it sometimes too, but everybody does it to an extent. And um, to which that extent is, is different for everybody. You motherfuckers who perpetrate a fraud, uh, who flodge, which is a Memphian word for fake, pretends, who front on Instagram or any social media platform. Yo, son, you motherfuckers need therapy. Like, I mean, don't get me twisted. I am I, I'm not an expert. Hell, I just had a mental breakdown less, you know, less than two months ago. And uh, I shaved my head and I grew a beard. Basically, a nigga went full Britney Spears status on y'all motherfuckers. So, I mean, granted, get it how you live. I'm no one to judge. But, you know, outside of being and feeling like I had nothing to offer for my, you know, myself or to brag about going to my 10 year um, high school reunion. One thing that will be clear about me is that I'm super transparent. So nobody can see anything that I do and and think, yo, he's got it. Or he trying to pretend like he got it. Yo, motherfucker, I am not pretending to do anything more than who I am and be who I am. Your perception of me is really what you make it, but I'm going to put it in black and white. It's pretty much out there, especially if you're listening to this shit. And why do I rant about this, you may ask? Because you're probably listening and thinking to yourself, like, this motherfucker hasn't told a story. (laughs) Well, you're fucking right, I haven't. And guess what? With roughly about eight minutes left, I'm going to tell a fucking story. I knew this dude coming up. Football was a huge part of my life. You all know this by now. It was a huge, huge, huge part of my life. And, um, you know, one of the most flattering things back in the day in high school, if you played a sport, anybody that was a baller, shot caller, would tell you that the most popping thing to do in high school while you're playing sports was to be on TV. And we ain't talking about any type of TV. We talking about the news. The news. <laughs> Yo, pause that story. One time I was interviewed on the news once and uh, I was so nervous. Uh, It was obviously over football. And the reporter goes, hey, young man, the team you're going up against tonight, they're good. But you guys are good. How are you going to win the game? I said, we're going to run the football. We're going to throw the football and we're going to try to score more points than them. And I think that's how we're going to win the game. Boy, was my ass nervous, but I didn't say, um, one time. Shout outs to me. Get back on my story. I knew this dude and, uh, he was a few grades older than me. And, um, he, you know, in lamest terms was a fucking dick. This motherfucker, this nigga was just rude, yo. He just felt himself way too fucking hard and sniffed himself way too hard. Which, I mean, hey, again, get it how you fucking live, fam. I remember this dude's first and last name because he would always drop it. Like, he would say something and then go, boom, his name. Just imagine me saying this, guys. Like, 
da 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 Uncle Poochie. Went to the store, picked up some groceries, went back, played some scratches, binge-watched Golden Girls, Uncle Poochie. Like, who the fuck does that? I, yeah, I don't know. But he was a weird motherfucker. Anyways, I recall one time I saw him in the news and I said, yo, blah, blah. Call this motherfucker blah, blah, because that's exactly what he is. <laughs> yo, blah, blah. I saw you on the news. And blah, blah's response was. Shit, I'm always on the news. To which I remember looking at blah, blah and thinking, yo, fam. Chill the fuck out. He was in 12th grade. I was in ninth grade. Uh, And you know what's crazy about blah, blah? Blah, blah walked into my job the other day. And the type of work that I do um, is the type of form of work that assists people with other things. Um, And one of those things may be uh, to find a form of type of work. Um, And therefore, that being said, I know how much money blah blah makes and best believe blah blah posting on instagram with um the money phone because i followed her blah blah now and blah blah buying those new balenciagas is definitely out of blah blah's pay range but hey man i it may not be out of his play range you know play within your pay things come in full circle I tell you guys this story to say this, yo. That internet shit, this social media shit, whatever it may be, whatever app it is that may be that we use, yo, fam, that shit is fake. Not all of it, but I'm going to just throw out there that 99% of the shit is fake. And with it being fake, we should just take this shit as fucking entertainment, yo. The one thing I pride my podcast on is that all the stories and all the things that I am informing you guys about, all the things that I'm discussing are all real life situations. I have yet to get to the point where I have to fake the funk with you guys just to keep you entertained. Everything that we talked about or talk about is something that's come strictly off the dome from walks of life. Podcasts rooted in sophisticated ignorance as I travel through life living under six feet. Sounds familiar, right? Anyways, my point is this. You listening to this, you supporting this. Thank you so very much. But also understand this. We we all figuring this shit out right now. We are all figuring this shit out right now. I have recorded every single one of these episodes in my mom's basement. As a form of therapeutic energy to place out because I can't afford to go to a therapist, you know, as much as I want to go. Why am I telling you this? Because listen, we're all figuring this shit out. But the comparison's got to stop. And honestly, if you if you getting your ass up, you want to work, you putting it in, you 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 fucking being, you know, somewhat literate, you paying your taxes, motherfucker, you didn't peak in high school. You got it, dog. Even if you live what's called a quote-unquote regular life, you got it. Stop looking over at other people's plates 
and wanting to eat what they got. Because what you don't realize is that sometimes you eating food that might look good, but tastes horrible. Same with your chores, man. What's on your plate is for you. Eat what you got. I'm here to say that, I don't know. I may still not go to that damn high school reunion because I may be busy. Or, you know, maybe I fall off doing this and I relapse. And, you know, I start worrying about what motherfuckers think again. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm not doing that last one. Regardless of what I do, I hope that you all will allow the peace to kill the evil that is around you. I also, again, for the umpteenth time, want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Six Feet Under podcast. I'm your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. Till next time, y'all.